I must admit there's something unsettling about Jesus' statement that he speaks in parables so they can uh, see and, and look and not understand. There, there's something um, kind of off about that, and if we look at it on surface level, certainly uh, that might be. But I think what Jesus is saying is he doesn't want people to come with their human understanding. He wants them to come to him to understand him because the Holy Spirit is dwelling with them and working in their lives. And, and yes, I know in Luke's gospel, of course, we hear, uh, or John's gospel, rather, the Holy Spirit wasn't there yet and da-da-da. But that isn't that the Holy Spirit didn't exist. It wasn't moving and present as actively in the lives of believers uh, until after his death and resurrection, after Pentecost. Jesus tells this parable so that those that understand, those that have the light of faith in their hearts already, can begin to understand there are different types of soil. And uh, I uh, do encourage, it's, it's kind of fun to do. Um, yeah, I'm weird, but it is fun when you look at the scriptures and you categorize uh, the different people. Now, are they the seed that falls on the, or the path? Are they the rocks? Are they the thorns? Or are they the good soil? And uh, when you do that, you find some amazing things. You find, of course, we know who the path is. That's the Pharisees and Sadducees. They're so hardened that they're not able to let that word take root in their lives. The seed among rocks is, believe it or not, Peter. Isn't it appropriate? His name means rocky. Because he receives... But as soon as tribulation comes, he's gone, right? Well, surely you're one of this man's followers. You're a Galilean. I don't know what you're talking about. He's the rock, not the good rock. The thorns, Herod the Great, or Herod the Tetrarch, rather, is a good example of that. He's, he's curious about this word that John is sowing in his life. He's curious. He doesn't know what to do with it. He has John arrested. He goes and he listens to John preach. He's just perplexed, doesn't know what to do. But when worldly anxiety comes, namely, uh, he's made a boast to his stepdaughter. You know the story. She dances and it thrills him. He doesn't respond and let that word of God sink in. In fact, it's choked off strangled, beheaded maybe. And the seed on the good soil, of course, is, are the followers, the many who follow, the, the uh, unnamed who follow, the ones who remain faithful. The Blessed Mother certainly would be in that category as well, although St. Mark doesn't tell us a whole lot about the Blessed Mother. Now, we could leave it there, and that would be a good enough exercise, but I think Jesus is instructing us to be aware that we have, at one time or another, we have the tendency to all four types of soil in our, in our own lives, in our own hearts. I don't know about you, but I know I certainly do. There's times where I'm not able to receive the word of God because I'm so hardened, I've allowed my heart to become hardened. Or other times where uh, it's shallow and it, when the sun comes or tri trial or tribulation uh, is gone or when the lure of anxiety and worldly riches lure me away. And then there's times, thank God, when I'm able to respond. Of course, a good farmer knows exactly what to do. I don't know how many of you have been connected with, with farms or whatever, but uh, I, I did just about everything, including I, I walked corn, which is 
really weird when you think about it. Uh, uh, instead of just walking beans, I walked corn and got all cut up, but that's another story. But a good farmer knows what to do. If that soil is packed, you till it. If the soil is rocky, you pick the rocks. Or you say, well, I'm not going to spread seed there anymore. It's wasted. That's a whole other story. Or the soil is covered in thorns and thistles. You pull them. In one field, I, I've shared the story, I was covered in cockleburr. And we pulled and pulled and pulled and pulled. We worked two weeks, 40 hours a week, two weeks, five of us, four of us in that field. The weeds were gone, so were the beans. But the next year was better. So a good farmer knows what to do, and Jesus Christ is more than a good farmer. He knows exactly what to do with our hearts, and do we have the ability to turn our hearts over to him and say, Lord, my heart is packed right now. I've been so oppressed, and my, my, my heart is like the path. Lord, I am so shallow. I need your presence. I need your depth. Come, come. Pick those rocks out of my life. Lord, I have so many weeds, so many thorns and thistles, so many anxieties and lures that take me away from you. Or Lord, help me to produce not just 30, but 60 or 100-fold. The Lord responds. And here in this Eucharist for us this day, he's giving us that ability to bring our hearts to him, to ask him to tell them to uh, pick the rocks, to remove the weeds, and in order for us to be good fruit.